Thank you. So like I said, the topic is your identity. You see, all of us have one form of identity that, you know, that displays who we are. You know, like for instance, we have like a driver's license or we have some kind of like maybe a photo ID. And that's, that ID shows your face. You know, it shows your name, your full name, your full legal name, you know. How I mean by legal name, because like, for instance, you know, everybody calls me Chuka, but my, my ID shows my full name. You know, it has, it has the street address. And it also has a number that identifies you in, a, in their database. You know, for instance, you know, you, you know, you think about, you know, if you're in Nigeria, you're, you're, you're United States citizen or UK or Canada, the, gov the government, have, they have a database, you know, they don't know you by, fortunately, they don't know you by Chuka Uzo. They know you by the number, there's a number. So as soon as they put in that number, and that's it, like in your passport, they ask you, you know, they don't, they ask you when you call the US embassy, they ask you, what's your passport number? You know, because there could, they could be, there's possibility that there are like many Chuka Uzos, but your, 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 your passport number is your identifier. You know, is your, you know, so in, in, the, in the IT world, if you, if you have an understanding of database, they call it, that's your primary key. The, your, the, the, sorry, hopefully I'm not going over your head, but the primary key that is, doesn't change is your passport number or your driver's license, driver's license number. So that's the identifier. And it's amazing, the database has a comp compilation of everybody's information. And that's why you could go to DMV and you go to when any, you know, we go to DMV in New Jersey, you know, and in New Jersey, they have that identifier, you know, that number, maybe, I don't know, in New Jersey it's like, I think it's, you know, it's nine characters or 12 characters long. You know, I saw a video, I saw a video on, um, on Facebook, you know, where, where, you know, Mercedes called one of these uh, Tesla influencers to come and come to their, to their dealership to come and test drive a concept electric vehicle. You know, the Mercedes, the Mercedes wanted this, this influencer, this Tesla influencer to, to compare their electric vehicles, electric vehicle to the Tesla Model S. And you know, the guy, when, he, when the guy started driving, before he started driving the car, you see, he says, look, he was driving in New York, he was in New York, the New York um, Mercedes dealership. And he says, look, the, because the concept vehicle, the front was covered, the back was covered to hide what? The identity. He didn't, they didn't want, because concept is not ready for what? prime time. It's not ready for, for mass production. They want to see are this, is, this, is this a good fit? Would it be able to compare? Would it, you know, would it be marketable? Can I sell it to the people that own Teslas? Please go with me. I'm sorry, I'm using, I'm talking about computer. I'm also going to talk about cars because I, I like cars, you know. I, I like it. I used to like it. So 
so you, you think about a concept, a concept vehicle. A concept vehicle is built, is built to test and show a new design. I'll give you an example. You see how every in the in the car manufacturing world, every six years, it all depends on the car too. Between every four and six years, they have to come up with a new design. They have to come up with a new design, a new body style, a new light, a new this, a new that. They come up, you know, they bring put a TV in your in your screen. They put, you know, your steering wheel like Tesla. It's steering wheel is not like the normal round steering wheel. It's not like a like a plain steering wheel. So they come up with a new design each time. The manufacturer thinks about new designs, and the process of concept. I'm going to describe a, a little bit of it. Is that the architect puts some paper. See, I, I never been part of this. This is what the Lord was telling me. You know, the active architect, they, they, they have, somebody has a new design. You know, the six years is about, I don't think the, the, the six years is about to come up. They, they always come up with new designs. You know, they come up with new designs and then this architect now, the, 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 the person that has the design goes, speak, goes and speaks to the architect. <clears throat> and the architect puts it on paper, you know, does their, <clears throat> Excuse me. Does the architect architectural diagram put it in this <clears throat> this you know big huge paper? You know, and they put it all down and they look at it and they say, you know, maybe this and you know maybe want a nice you know screen, want this nice lights, you know, this you know, panoramic lights and all that. You know, after they put it on paper, they decide, okay, you now we need to see. Uh, a 2D or 3D you know, two, two or 3D dimensional view of the model. The purpose of, of doing, because this two, three, two or 3D, it just is, is, is a recent thing, but it's amazing because when you have a two, two or 3D dimension, dimensional view of a model, the purpose is for you to, to see it, to hold the object in your hand and say, wow, this is, this is, this is something like what I want. So you go to that 2D or 2 or 3D printer and they print it and you see the mold. Please just will go with me, just follow me. We're still describing Jeremiah, that Jeremiah 1, 4 to 8. This is before what? Let's read it. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. We talk, we're talking about it, just in case I lost anybody along the way, but I know I didn't. So, so he, says, he says what? We're talking about this concept vehicle. So they put it in what? They put it in, in a three or two or 3D dimensional model. So you can have it in your hand. You could, you could see it. You, you have it. You, you understand what it is. Then when you see that this is, a, this is something you like, what happens? You, you now go and manufacture that. You put it together in a, in a car. That's why they told that, man, that influencer, Tesla influencer to come and test drive this car. So the concept vehicle now, guess what? Undergoes vigorous what testing. You know, the, one of the testing is this influencer comes and drives it. It, it, it undergoes some crash tests, undergoes all kinds of safety tests, undergoes all 
forms of tests. And after all tests are done, what happened? Now they get this woman first. They get, they get like, yeah, yeah, this is great. Now they decide the manufacturing. We need to now manufacture. The manufacturer, manufacturer decides, okay, this, they decide, okay, maybe this, this, this vehicle is now ready for what? Mass production. So they, they do what? They mass produce that concept car. Praise the Lord. So Jeremiah 1.5 says in New King James, we just read, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before I, you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. So for you to, for you to let's expand this. Let's, let's look at an expansion of, of Jeremiah 1.5 in Psalm 39. 13 to 16. <clears throat> no living translation. It says, this is going to make me very excited. It's making me excited. It says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being performed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of, of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Before Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So the key is, do you know that God, the manufacturer, talked about you and I? He knew you and I before you were formed in your mother's womb. We just described the concept vehicle, just like the concept vehicle. God initially thought about you and I. He put you together. He formed you prior to being formed in your mother's womb. The creation was finished before you what? You were placed in your mother's womb. You were carefully designed. You are unique. You're not a duplicate. Even if, even if you have twins, they're not, they're, yes, they might look the same, but their fingerprints, their DNA, different. God knew Jeremiah before he was born. God knew Jeremiah was what going to be a prophet. This is reason. This is reason why we need to seek God for the career choice of our children. You know, Africans. We Africans, and you know, also you know, Africans, and also I, I, I don't want to. I want. I don't want to say all Africans, but most Africans, or some Africans, or some some people. Let me just put it in a general statement. Some people want their children to be engineers, doctors, or lawyers. That's their ulterior motive. That's what they prefer. You know why? They want to be able to say, my child is a doctor. You know, this is DR. 
not not uh, Dominican Republic, but DR. This is my DR person. This is my doctor, son, or this is an engineer. But the, the key is that they haven't gone and gone to God. Who what? He for he molded them already. He, he did the mold. He, he knows. He has, he knows. You see what I mean by he knows. He knew what they were going to be. God knows the best profession that your child will be for him to, or for them to, for, for them to prosper and flourish. Even you, even you, God knows. God knows where you prosper and flourish. He knows the keys. You know, sometimes I hear people that say, I want to be a nurse. I want, you know, I want to one guy says, well, I want to be a nurse because they make a lot of money. I say, really? Oh, really? I know somebody that went to nursing school and now he's best himself. He, he's not even doing nurse. When COVID happened, the person said, forget about this, school, this nurse. I'm out. Is now who knows what he's doing? I think he's selling insurance or something. Who knows? I don't know. So can you imagine the 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 the, the amount of money he spent for nothing, and now he's paying it back? Look at what some some one thirty nine sixteen Living Bible says. That's why it's key. Let me don't go ahead of myself. New Living Bible. The Living, the Living Bible, yes. It's a T S T L B or something. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's not where. Oh. I don't. I got the wrong place. Wait, 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 no, no, let's, no, no, leave it, leave it, leave it. I think I got it. It's right there, it's right there. It's 16. He says, 16 says, you saw me before I was born. Look at what he says. And scheduled each day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. Can you imagine that? You know, when I saw it, I was like, whoa. He saw me before I was born and scheduled every day of my life. It means that he knows. He knows where you'll be happy. It's not when, you come, when Monday comes like this, Sunday night comes, you'll be dreading. Oh my goodness, I'm going back to work again. Hey, this work is it's going to drive me crazy. Yes, it will drive you crazy. Because you, you never went to God to ask him, where would I flourish? What is the best place for me? Josmaya was saying something about how his, his child said he didn't want to, she didn't want to go, go to school. So she prayed to God and God says, leave him. Leave him. Let him go to trade school. She let him go to trade school. Leave him. Let him go to trade school. And now he says, I cannot tell you right now, this man, this is my son, he's He's flourishing. He's a VP in Walmart. And he's flourishing. He's doing so well. 
I'm not advocating that you shouldn't go to college, but I'm just saying that God, he, he, this is amazing. Each day of your life has been scheduled before you were born. He knew you. Nothing is taking God by surprise. Nothing took him by surprise. You were fin- Can you imagine what it means when you were finished before you were born? So spiritually, you were done. He, he, he knows. He, he, he put you all together. He knows. Think about the concept vehicle that I just described. The concept vehicle was completed before what? Mass production. The manufacturer knows everything about that vehicle. Nothing takes the manufacturer by surprise. God knows everything about you. And that's why we need to go to him for help. He knows the delicate parts of our body. He knows the organs. He knows the cells. He knows it all. Let me tell you something. When there's a recall in manif- my function of a vehicle, who do you take it to? You take it to the manufacturer. They do a recall. They send you a recall. You know, this for our car, one time they sent a recall. They said, they come for this recall. Do I, do I, do I think, think about it? If you have a Mercedes vehicle or you have an Acura or Ford or whatever it is, let's just, let me pick, pick on Ford. I like Ford. Because we, one time we rented, my, my company was, he bought another company somewhere. And my boss says, okay, Chuka, you have to go to uh, Boston. I said, I have to take my, I'm going to take my wife so we can have, we can go to, we've never been to this side of this part of Boston. So we rented a Ford. So I'm going to pick on Ford. We rented a Ford. It was a nice Ford. So you can imagine if, 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 you're, if you have a recall on a Ford, do you go to a Mercedes-Benz dealership for them to do what? To take care of the recall. As soon as they see you, they'll think you have gone, uh, Spanish people will say loco. You have gone local. You have gone nuts. What are you doing here? You need to go to your Ford dealership. When there's a, when your body is not functioning as expected, a recall, you go to your manufacturer for a permanent fix. You go to your manufacturer and say, Dad, this body is not working. What's going on? But we'll go, we'll go ahead. I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing. Let's go to Jeremiah's 167. Like I said, we're talking, we're, we're zeroing in. This is zero in. We're, we're going in. We're deep diving. We, this is what the Lord just says. We're deep diving into Jeremiah. That Jeremiah 1, 4 to 8. Let's look at Jeremiah 1, 6 to 7. <laughs> No King James. Yeah. No King James. No King James version. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I'm a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm a youth, 
for you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall what? Speak. I read this again. Then I said, aha, Lord God, behold, I cannot what? Speak. I'm what? A youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say what? I'm a youth. For you shall what? Go to all whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall what? Speak. Sorry, my son is distracting me. He says, look at, this is what we do, you know. We don't know who we are. We look down on ourselves. Like I said, our topic is what? Your identity. You look down on yourself. Look at what Jeremiah says. He is a youth. Basically, he's saying, I'm not capable of being a prophet. What have we said negatively about ourselves? Have we said these things are worthless? I will not make it in life. I will not be a successful businessman or woman. Oh, one time I said this long time ago. Lord reminded me again. He says, this is my lot. My wife said, don't say that again. No, don't say this long time ago, long time ago. Oh, this is my lot in life. Like, <laughs> this is, oh, this is, this is my own cup of tea. This is, this, I deserve it. Kind of thing. Oh, I don't know what is wrong with me. There's something definitely wrong with me. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, the one I hear sometimes is, oh, I'm too young. Oh, I'm too old. Hey, you can't teach a, an old dog new tricks. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what we say. Meanwhile, you, it means you already started telling yourself you're an old dog. Now you become an animal now, correct? I'm telling you, we, we say all kinds of things. I remember when 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 we we started coming to church back in the day, <coughs> and you know, Pastor Manu would say, "Tell us, tell me, okay, come and um, come and lead prayer hey, in front of people." Are you kidding? At me? Oh no! Oh, this one and that one. Oh, I come up with all excuses in the world. Oh, I'm not able to do it. I'm not able to read. I'm not able to do this. Oh yeah. What do we? What are we saying negatively about ourselves? Going to the the concept vehicle an analogy. He says, as we are as we are discussing, sometimes we might. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes we might think, for instance, that, you know what, but not all concept cars, you know, sometimes we, we, we say this. Oh, not all concept cars make it to, to be mass produced. So that's why I said, you know what, that's why, I, you know, I might not make it. 
You should know as long as you're breathing and you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you will make it by the grace of God. I'm just using this as an analogy. Let me tell you, let me, let me, let me move on to this. I just want to move fast. He says, going back to the same concept vehicle, every, <coughs> excuse me, every manufacturer leaves a manual, leaves a manual that shows how to fully operate the vehicle or fully operate the product. You know, this long time ago, maybe sometime last year or so, the Lord was saying, telling me, he says, you know, we, I remember back in the day, it's funny, it's funny, when we had the, the flip phone or the razor, you know, the razor or razor or razor, the flip phone, you know, the flip phone, you flip it, you know, the thing comes so packed in a nice box. They put this big manual in there, put it in there, and they put the charger. And when you open it, you'll be so excited. You open it up. Wow, a nice razor, a nice flip phone. Can you imagine if somebody gives you a flip phone now? What are you going to do? You see, it flips it. And you, you know, most of us, at least I would say 90% of us, we never read the, the, the manual. We didn't go through looking. Man, oh, wow, it, it can push talk. Oh, wow, it can push end. None of us, we didn't read through them. Maybe we read through the first 10 pages. Oh, and all we knew how was, does it, does it receive? Can I receive voicemail? Can I call? Can I text sometimes? And that text was horrible because you have all the, it wasn't as good. But can I do all this basic functionality? You know? You know, now on social media, there are people now telling you what your iPhone can do. And he's like, really? I can pick my iPhone and do this? I didn't even know my iPhone can take, I can, it's, it's, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> it's not digression, just <clears throat> give me an example. Like taking screenshots. We will think that the only way you can take screenshots on your iPhone is by pressing the, 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 the knobs on the side. But people have, have gone deep diving to understand the iPhone. What they've gone through the <coughs> excuse me, they've gone through the manual. They understand. They say, look, this iPhone is not only for calling and texting and taking picture. There's there's more to the iPhone. There's more to this product. There's more to it. That's the manual. That's the manual. God, when he, when he put you together, before he placed you in your mother's room, before he placed you in your family, let me tell you something. You're not a mistake. Oh. Let me just say it here. You're not a mistake. You, 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 you're not like an afterthought. God knows. He, and that family you're in, it's, God designed you for that family. You can't say, man, why am I in this family? God knows he designed you for that family. But I don't know why. But God, God the Father has, he, dis, he, he formed you, he put you together. And what happened? He now placed you in the womb. And what happened? He now 
like every manual, he left us with a manual. This is how, what, you operate. This is the way you operate as what? A child of God. He gives you a manual. And you know what? And that manual is what? The Bible. You know, you think about a Bible, you know, somebody, I, I, I like, I, I loved it. You know, the Bible stands for what? Basic B, instructions, I, before B, living, at L-E. These are the instructions that God has given us. And that's why he says what? So if you want to prosper, look at the instruction. What does the instruction say about prospering? Joshua 1.8. Let's go to Luke, Luke King James. <coughs> Joshua 1.8. He says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so you may be careful to do whatever is written in it. Then you will prosper and succeed. So if you want to succeed, the Bible says, then go take the book of the law. Go and take the Bible. Read it and meditate on it. This book of instructions gives you a better perspective of who you are. Let's, let's look at another one. Romans 8, 15. It says, the, the spirit... The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought you, brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba Father. So it means your identity is what you are a son and a daughter of who? Of God the Father. So what happens? You are a child of God. Think about it. How, why would you be a child of God? He formed you. He formed you and put you together. Let's go again to 1 Peter 2, 9 to 12. <coughs> 1 Peter 2, 9 to 12. Pastor Ayah, thank you. God will bless you for me. This is amazing. You're going sharp, sharp. You know, it says, <clears throat> but you are not like that. For you are what? A chosen people. You are a royal priest. So don't tell me you can't preach to people. Come on now. Don't tell me you, you're a priest. <clears throat> you're a priest yourself. A holy nation. God's own very possession. As a result, you, have, you, you can show others the goodness of God. You have, the, you have the ability. You're the light. For you can, you have, for you, for, let me go back again. For as a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of darkness into what? A wonderful light. This is what I said. You're the light of God. Look at what he then says in 10. Once you have, you had no identity as a people. Now you have what? An identity. And you, your identity is who? You're God's people. Once you, you receive no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against you, your, your very souls. Be careful. Be careful to live properly among unbeliever, unbelieving neighbors. Then, even they 
even 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 if they accuse you of doing wrong they will see your honorable behavior and they will give glory give honor to god when he judges the world you can you can see what he was talking about you're the light that's your identity you you're god's child <clears throat> you're a replica you're you're him you you're, you're god's child on this earth that's your identity You didn't have an identity, but you have an you didn't have an identity before Christ. Now you have an identity because you're what you're registered in the kingdom of God. You're blessed. You're highly favored. You are the light of the world. Among those living in darkness, the light is shining through. It's shining through you. You are attached to the light. John 15, 5. John 15, 5. I am the vine. I'm the vine and you are the branches. If you, leave, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do absolutely zero, nothing. Think about this. Branches are attached to the vine. A tree, it gets nutrients from the vine. You see, the tree, the nutrients, the water, the tree has roots. I was, I was giving us a description one time of we had an oak tree on the side of the house. It was, the roots were all, all over and even on, on, in the driveway too. And the, 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 it was sucking all the water so the grass couldn't grow. It was sucking all the water and getting all the nutrients and feeding into the what? The branch. And the branch was able to what? Bear fruit. You cannot bear fruit by yourself. You need to be connected to the source. Do you know now, you know, the Lord was describing to me, he said, now, you know, in vehicles, they have all this low jack and all these things. They're connected. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. My, my car, you need Wi-Fi to update its, uh, its, uh, its, its um, there's a chip. There's a, there's a chip. All these cars have chips. There's a chip in the in the in the in the vehicle. Think about it. There's a chip in the vehicle. And this car has Wi-Fi. It says you have to set it up to your Wi-Fi. So if you're close to the Wi-Fi, he knows, he goes and picks up, it downloads. That's your car. There's a connection. We need to be connected. We, go, we, we need to go to this owner's manual to understand who we are. Let, 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 me, let me go fast because I, mean, I still have a lot to, to, to cover. 
<coughs> if you go to Esther 4, 13 to 17. Esther 4, 13 to 17. He said, Mordecai sent this reply to Esther. Don't think for a moment that because you are in this in the palace, you will escape when all the other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at this time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will, will arise from some other place, but you and your relatives will die. Who knows, who knows if perhaps, who knows if perhaps you will be made queen for just such a time as this. As this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and what? And fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days. Three days, night or day. My maid and I will do the same. And then, though it, it is against the law, I will go in to see the king. If I must die, I will, I must die. Say, so Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. You know, my wife went and I went to go and watch this, watch, you know, went to, there's a, there's a theater that demonstrates or you know, they, they, they have a show, it's a show. Esther was the, is the, what was the name of the thing? I don't remember. Is it person, huh? What do you call it? Pastor, what do you call it? Sight and sound. Sight and sound. Thank you so much. So went to, went to watch Esther. Man, it was an amazing demonstration of the Bible. It came alive. That was when I saw horses in the whole place. I, I was tempted. Hey, I was so tempted to touch the horse because I was scared if I touched the horse, it would just, I, I said, no, this man, I, it was, you see birds. It was beautiful. Uh, you know, anytime you're in the East Coast, it's good for you to go sight and sound. Very nice. So, but this story of, this, this is the story of Esther, Mordecai, and Haman. You know, this man, Haman wanted to what? You know, you he wanted to kill the Jews, he wanted to eradicate Jews, the Jews from the region. Esther and Mordecai were Jews. Mordecai sent the word to Queen Esther. He said, look, look at this, you know, we need to, we need to figure out how to solve this problem. Look at, think about this. He sent the word, he says, you need to figure out how to what? Solve this problem. Esther, he didn't understand for the first, if we read that Esther 4. She didn't understand until, you know, the message kept, kept on coming. Then finally she understood the importance of Mordecai's request. What did she first do? The first thing is that she called a fast. She wanted to understand, she understood who she was. She wanted to seek the face of God before reacting. Esther didn't have an identity crisis. She knew who she was. Do you know, do you know who you are when you're faced with trials, issues of life, tribulation? Do you run to God first? 
Or do you try to solve it yourself? You know, Mordecai wanted, wanted hard to do what you need to solve it. You need to go in and do whatever you have to do. No, she says, no, no, this is not. You need to go and seek God. You know what happened to David? The Lord was reminding me, I was putting this thing together. The Lord was reminding me, this was this morning when I was, praise and worship was going. He says, do you know that, that David, when he came back from, from, you know, from war, what happened? Came back and he saw how the whole family, they were kidnapped. His men wanted to stone him. What did he go? He first, before he even reacted, he went to God and said, what should I do? Should I go after them or should I stay? What is your plan? What is your plan? And that's why we need to remember Matthew 6.33. Sister Eva talked about this before. Matthew 6.33. In Luke in James Version. Let's, let's quickly look at it. <coughs> Matthew 6. He says, Luke in James. Thank you so much. He says, but seek first. Is a seeking first, is the first that is key. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek God first. When we seek God, when you seek him first, since he's around, we need to seek him first because he's what our manufacturer, he knows, he designed us first, he understood, he knows. He's been scheduled, he knows, nothing takes him by surprise. Oh, really? Oh, man, he did this. No, he knows. Trying to fix it yourself and seeking help from other sources other than God shows that you have an identity crisis. Shows that you don't understand your identity. We do not understand our identity. We don't understand our identities in God, in Christ. We are to run to him for everything. And he is, let me say this, he is obligated to take care of us. This, he is obligated. Look at what Psalm, Psalm 31, that's my last scripture, Psalm 31. Verse 1 says, in the message, it says, I run to God, I run to you, God, I run for, for what? Dear life. Look at, let me, let's, let's, look, let's look at it. It says, don't let me down. Take me seriously at this, this time. Get down on my, to my, to, on my level and listen. And do not procrastinate. You say this, this thing is, is, is hooking me. Is I'm, I'm, I'm in need. So let us run to our manufacturer. Let us run to God during difficult times. He's waiting to hear from you. And he's waiting to hear from you. And he wants to fix the situation. He wants to fix it. You know, we are... I'm going to just say this. We, we allow things to happen. But God says, no, do not allow anything to happen. Anything like that. Come to me. Come to me. Put it, put it, put it to me. Give it to me. Every, every burden, 
Give it to me. Sister, Sister Sandra said one time, says, we have a what? An open check. And we do. But do we even know that we have an open check? Because when we know we have an open check, we run to him with no problem. We know. We already think, I'm just going to give you this nice visual. Everything has been taken care of. It's finished. We have the victory. We have the Holy, the Holy Spirit is here to guide us. Understanding your identity is key. Look, a celebrity son, if he doesn't understand the identity, he will be homeless. But as soon as he understands the identity, you know what? He comes back to the father and says, I know my identity. We need to know that we're also and a celebrity son and daughter. God the Father is a better celebrity than any, than Hollywood, Bollywood, Nollywood. is a better celebrity. And what? We are his children. That's why the Bible says you're a chosen generation, a royal, royal, your royalty, your royal priesthood. Praise the Lord. We're going to talk, by the grace of God, we talk about this identity because we need to understand it. We need to grab, we need to understand it so we don't, we don't walk like the blind. You know, the Bible says the blind that gives you, if you're the blind and you can't get advice from the blind. You see, the Bible says you fall, you both, you both of us, both of you will fall into what? The ditch. But we're not blind. We have, we have, we have the wisdom of God. We know who we are. We know we cannot just go taking advice from who? Someone that doesn't understand who we are. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father Lord, we just give you glory. Thank you for your teaching today.